Welcome to another edition of the NCBI podcast. I'm June Tinsley, Head of Communications and Advocacy with NCBI. And today I am joined by Eugene Rooney, who is based up in Dundalk and is a service user with ourselves, but has been very proactive and successful in achieving um, change to make cross-border rail travel a little bit easier uh, for those who have the free travel pass. So I look forward to hearing about that. Um, but for now, I would just like to welcome you, Eugene, and um, ask you to tell us a little bit about yourself. Good afternoon, June. Uh, my name's Eugene Rooney. I was originally born in Belfast. I moved to Dublin to answer a painting uh, job, and I ended up meeting my wife from Dundalk, and that's how I ended up in Dundalk. And in May 1988, I had a road traffic accident, and it I had steel within the back of my head and it damaged the visual part of my brain. And so that's how I became visually impaired. I've now what you call scotomas. And that obviously was a um, a, a sudden incident, Eugene. Um, so I'm sure uh, adjusting to that was a bit of a challenge. It was more or less just in the blink of an eye, so to speak. Yes. And the uh, whole world changed. Um, I had to sort of get on now living life with scotomas and face all the obstacles and problems that's associated with that that I, of course, knew nothing about until I had the accident. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. And I suppose, um, uh, obviously, things have, have changed from a technology point of view in the last 30 years or so, but I'm sure um, at, at that time there wasn't as, as many aids and supports um, for you. Is that true? No, there wasn't. I wasn't really aware of anything. Uh, when I became a member of the NC, or when I became registered blind, I was contacted by my resource worker and uh, I was taught how to use the computer in the National Council of the Blind Offices. And um, I'm still not great with computers, do you know, sort of way. So, uh, what do you call it? Uh, all, all I have to aid me would be an ID stick because I don't look visually impaired. I don't have glasses, canes, dogs, and anything like that. I don't look visually impaired at all. All I would have would be an ID stick to take with me if I was over on holiday or something like that. That would more or less to show people that uh, I had a, a visual impairment. Yes. Um, and you've obviously been connected with the NCBI for a, a significant duration of time now at this stage. I'd um, say since 1992, maybe. And can I ask what kind of services you've availed of or dipped in and out of? Well, as I say, just uh, all, uh, all there's, not, there's nothing really, just the technology end, but there's nothing really, I can't really get involved in um there was days, outings and stuff like that, you know, so the way I don't have really family here to take me, drive me here, take me there to meet people or this type of thing. Do you know what I mean? So um, I just use the NCBI for um, maybe if I need help with something or uh, say the technology end of it, there's nothing really, just just the, the, the computers and the talk and watch. I feel that at one stage. Yes. And that's really basically all um, I, I would need them for, but they're always there if I need them. Just really, it's just a, good. a phone call away and they're extremely helpful. Good, 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 good. Um, and I, I suppose our purpose of our chat today is really to talk about the work that you did with um, 
Irish Rail. Um, yeah. And I suppose just to explain to the, the listeners what the, the situation was prior to, to your intervention. Well, um, if I was to go across the border, uh, I have a free travel pass, free companion pass. And if I was to go across the border at the train station, I'd go up to the Clark Railway Station here in Dundalk. And I have to be there 15 minutes early. And I, there's a form that you have to fill in. So I would have to fill the form in. If I was on my own, uh, that was extremely difficult. Sure. So what I done was I used to take a lot of forms home with me and fill them in. But you had to, there's still parts of it you had to fill in on the day. And you present your form then with your pass and uh, you're issued with a ticket. It can be a return ticket or a single ticket or uh, return tickets for your companion. Yes. And uh, But what I found uh, an awful lot of times happened to me was when I got up to the station, there was nobody there at the office and you ring the bell for attention. There was nobody there at the office and you sort of panic uh, because you have no ticket and uh, th- there's a new system. Well, it's probably there these years but because of COVID and that I haven't been up the train station in a while. But there was new system. Um, the, the the doors open, you know, the, this type of thing. You put your ticket in, the doors open and you go through. Yes. Um, and these were closed at times. I would have to wait for them. Maybe somebody came along and I, I'd go al- in along with them. Then i get on the train and uh, you'd also always that worry of the the conductor, you know, asking you awkward questions, which which never happened to me. But there was always that worry that it did happen to you True. As, as to why you hadn't got a ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, when you're, he would give you he would give you the the, the ticket uh, to say if if it was return ticket you needed, he would give you a return ticket. So then you presented at the central station when you're coming home. But on one occasion, I lost my ticket. Well, I thought I lost my ticket, but I actually had it folded up in a part of my wallet. And I went to, to the, the ticket office in the central station. And they then told me that I had to fill out a form. But I told them I was registered blind. They needed help. And he says to me, he couldn't help me because there was an awful lot of people behind me. So one of the, the, one of the guys working in the place seen sort of seen my, my distress and he came over and he asked me what was wrong and he took my wallet and he looked through my wallet and he actually found my ticket and uh, he got me through but it's it's just it's it's uh, it's a very, very bureaucratic disability yeah 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 it's it's like you can get on the bus with your pass and you can tap your pass and travel your your journey do you know if, or if you're going to cross border in the bus station they will give you a ticket in the tree in the bus station and there's all it's always manned. Now I did have an occasion come, coming back from the bus one time. I showed him my card, and the bus man says, "Me, what is that?" And I said, "That's my uh, public service card." He said, "I've never seen that before." And I says, "Well, you're going to see an awful lot more of them because they're, you know, people are used to." Yeah. But uh, all I wanted to do really was just for myself, and uh, I could picture anyone else in, in my position, or elderly people, or Somebody who's just maybe uh, they're not used to filling out forms or, or, or for one reason or another. Uh, that to show just to hand their ticket in and uh, get a ticket, or sorry, hand their pass across and get a ticket. Plain and simple. That was just really wanted. I wanted to do. So um, 
I contacted the NCBA and I was put in contact with Liz Jeffrey. Yes. And Liz Jeffrey invited me along to a Zoom meeting. Now, that's the first Zoom meeting I was ever at in my life. Um, and uh, I discussed my problem. And Ronan uh, Murphy from Irish Real was at the Zoom meeting. Or he was right. the next one, whatever it was. I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but this is way back, I think, in February. And Ronan says to me to, uh, he would contact me after it. Could I have my phone number? He contacted me after it. So he contacted me and uh, I sent him an email or I phoned him. I think I sent him an email to tell him about the difficulties I experienced being visually impaired. And uh, he said he would look into that. And with Liz, Jeffrey was constantly on the ball the whole time, pushing and pushing and looking for answers. And do you know this type of thing? Like she... uh, she filled me full of confidence. Like I, I had never done the like this before. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, she made me confident enough to go ahead and do these things. And in fact, I have other things I, I, I we're working on at the minute because of this uh, getting involved with the advocacy group. Brilliant, brilliant. So yeah. Ronan then, uh, the end of it was that Ronan sent word back saying that as from the 10th of October 2022, this year, October gone, that the uh, you just had to present your your pass to the the station master for a ticket. So what I done was I done a dry run. I just went up to the station with my pass, and again there was nobody at the office, but the doors were open, and I walked on down to the platform, and I met the station master. I imagine it was, and I asked him, and he says, "All, all you have to do is uh, hit the." the side of the doors with your pass. He said, come on, I'll show you. So I went up and I I put my pass against the side of the door, the, the doors, the gates that open, sorry, gates you call them, they open. The electronic they open, gates, yeah. Yeah, and they opened for me. And he says, now put it at the front and they open again. So I put it at the front, but it didn't open. He said that was probably because I'm only after activating it. Yeah. But he says to me that that's what you do now. He says, you just come up with your pass, hand your pass across, and you'll get a ticket. Now, there's just a few questions that uh, have to be answered as to what happens when there's nobody in the station to give you the ticket. Do mm. you just go on the train with your pass and present it to the, the conductor or what? There's just a few wee uh, teeth and problems with it at the minute, but uh, it seems to be absolutely fantastic, and that's all with contact and the NCBA advocacy team. I'm delighted to hear that because, I mean, it certainly will simplify um, the, the, the process for individuals who want to avail yeah. of their free travel pass and, and cross-border travel. Yeah. Um, and do you think, Eugene, though, when you are, present yourself at Central Station in Belfast, will they have been informed that now just accept the free no. travel pass? No. Uh, Central Station has then told told Ronan that they still if if for toxic I, I went to Belfast and I lost my ticket and I wanted to get another ticket in Central Station, I would still have to fill out the form. Now the form I filled out years ago in Central Station was actually I'd say it was about a third of the size of the form that you get in Dundalk, so it's nearly minute. So, oh okay. yeah. so it's still very inaccessible for someone who's blind or visual. Well, the last time I filled it in, it was um, 
But even if it was the size of the one that's in Dundalk Station, it still presents a problem. Yes. Because I I would have to get them to put my pass number on it because I I missed new numbers and that sort yes. of thing. Yes. And uh, it's uh, to me it's maybe uh, the NCBI would get in contact with uh, the people from the north, the equivalent. I, I don't know what what do you call them, the Royal Plain or something in the north. Yeah, the RNIB, the um, Royal National Institute of Blind. Yeah, if maybe they could yeah. get in contact with them uh, because it is a cross-border thing and yeah. maybe they would then work on their side because there is a lot of people from the north coming down to, down to, down to the south and vice versa. Correct. And as you rightly say, now if the process is simplified for those going from the, the Republic, making sure yeah. they have a, a return ticket to make sure there's no issues. Yeah. Um, it should be reciprocated because, as you mentioned earlier, it's already um, a hassle-free transaction if you want to board the Ulster bus going from Dundalk yeah. to Belfast. Yeah. So surely the rail service should be equally seamless if there's a cross-government uh, commitment yeah. to this kind of uh, common travel area. Maybe that's one for the politicians. I don't know that end of it. I, I don't really know, but it's uh, it's just something. <clears throat> excuse me, something that should be looked into. Because there, um, everyone uh, who avails of free travel in the north can come down to the south, and uh, everyone from the south can go up to the north, and it should be uh, hassle-free. You know, because I, believe it or not, an awful lot of people are put off when they hear forms and writing and hundred percent, yeah, this type of thing. Do you know sort yeah. of way? Yeah. Exactly. And, and then if you present to a, a train station, if you get as far as going to get into the train station, if there's no um, staff to assist you with the forms or even issue you a ticket, it can yeah. be very off-putting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're always you're always feeling uh, that there's going to be, you know, a bit of an issue on the train and people looking at you. It's, you know this type of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yes. If you haven't got a ticket, um, or if you're if you're handing the the the, the conductor a form and a, and a pass, do you know sort of way. You don't want people to know really your business. Do you know sort of way? You just want to hand them a ticket like everybody else. Yes, exactly. Exactly. You don't need to way. give a medical history. Yeah, and this, um, this this goes across the board. This goes for everybody with disability. Everybody who has a free travel pass. Correct. Do you know? Yeah, it benefits so many people. Um, and from what Ron was saying to me, any train station in in the Republic here, you can you can go to Cork. And you can say, I want to train ticket to Belfast, just hand them your, your pass. Now, you know, you, 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 like people do travel from Cork to Belfast. They, they're going cross yeah. border. They still have to fill out the form. Well, they did still have to fill out the form. They don't have to fill it out now. They just, so every every part of the country, when they're going across border, they can just hand their pass across and get a ticket. And it'll save an awful lot of, it'll save an awful lot of uh, paper. Very much do, so, which obviously has... Do emails nowadays, emails nowadays save an awful lot of letters. Do you right. know, paperwork, it's more or less the same thing, you know? Yeah, no, and, and there's obviously, that's a, a good thing from an environmental perspective. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm delighted that uh, Irish Rail were receptive to essentially modernising a bit of a, an archaic system um, and that you find the, the collaboration useful. Yeah. Yeah, and I found I found Ronan Murphy an extremely pleasant man to work with. 
Great. To speak to, and he was very helpful, and he put a lot of time and effort in, into this for us. And when he said he'd get back to us, he did get back, and uh, there's no real chasing him up type of thing. Do you know what I mean? There's no, okay, you'd have to maybe send him a reminder about something, but he would get back to you right away, you know? Great. So uh, he was very, very helpful. Good, good, good. Um, and as you mentioned earlier on, this isn't something that you you necessarily do very frequently. Um, so I'm delighted to see it's motivated you to take on a few other niggly things that have uh, cropped up for you that you feel you can remedy. Oh, it has. And uh, as I said, you know, when uh, I got in contact with the advocacy crowd, believe it or not, June, I didn't know what the word advocacy stood for. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have had the greatest of education in my day. Right. And, uh, I would tell anybody not to be put off if you're not well-educated not to be put off if you can't use computers because the, the advocacy team are there to help you. They'll phone you. They'll uh, do whatever yeah. whatever way you want to contact them. Uh, they they were very patient with me because I, I was useless at the computers uh, trying to join these Zoom teams and or Zooms and teams and stuff like that. Uh, but... I have a type of condition, as I say, it was a brain injury and uh, I would suffer from also, it's like a brain fog type of thing. If You forget stuff very easy. Okay. And so if I'm not using a computer every day and I'm away for, for two months and I go back, there's nearly like starting new again for me. Right. And I found them uh, extremely helpful and extremely patient and there was nothing that didn't bother them at all. as precisely... Um, Liz Jeffries, who I, I contact with the whole time, was extremely helpful to me. Brilliant. I was and give me, and give, has given me the confidence to address all the problems, to make, to, make, to make things better for myself and my fellow human being, you know? Exactly, and, that, and that's what it's all about. I think the, the term advocacy can be very off-putting, but yeah. essentially it really is, as you rightly say, just making small changes which benefit not only you, but other people who are yeah. blind or vision impaired across the country. Yeah. Um, and in the case of your instance with Irish Rail, it's actually benefiting anybody who is a um, free travel user. Yeah, or anybody with disability. Yeah, no. exactly. Which is significantly benefit beneficial. Yeah. So um, it's, it's, given me, it's, it's given me a little boost to uh, more or less, as I said, I tried to do things myself years ago. I didn't know about any any of this. I tried to do things myself years ago, and uh, I was up against brick walls and this type of thing. Do you know what I mean? I I would have identified problems myself because of uh, being norm, normal vision one day, then the next day into a whole new world, and I'm facing obstacles and stuff like this. And they, as I say, the the mother of all invention is necessity. Necessity is the mother of all invention. So I found out things that I needed yes. to change and do. But I was trying to do that myself and I wasn't really getting anywhere. You know, sort of, but now I know the road to go to, down to. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I, and I, I totally commend you for, for persevering and delighted that Liz obviously helped you out um, along that journey. And yeah. I suppose. Um, I, the other question I'd, I'd like to ask you really is, yeah. um, what other, what one piece of advice would you give to another person who's been recently diagnosed with a, a sight loss condition or someone who's, in your experience, gone from being a sighted person to um, losing their vision very, very quickly? Well, once you get over the, once you use this sort of 
accepting what you have. Um, what I would do now, instead of being mad and frustrated and annoyed and stuff like that, what I would do now is um, I would channel all my energies into saying to myself, now somebody 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 years time is going to be faced with the same problems I have now. If I can better their life by my experience and make the, their, their, their pathway a wee bit easier, I do it. Do you know so, so I would use all my energies and my my free time and stuff like that to uh just better life will be bit for people who are at some stage going to be co- become go through the same as I've I've went through. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um well <clears throat> I would just like to uh thank you, Eugene, for for sharing that with us um and for uh being successful in making this um change which will definitely reap benefits not only for yourself but for for everybody who's involved in cross-border travel uh use the free travel pass um and best luck with the other interventions i equally hope that uh, you're successful in those um and thank you for for coming on to have a chat with me today thanks very much june and i suppose if anyone is interested in um joining any of the, our advocacy work or learning any about any more of our services feel free to jump onto our website, ncbi.ie, or call us on our info line, 1-800-911-250. Feel free to listen to any of our podcasts on our YouTube channels. Uh, You can like and subscribe there. Um, And all our other podcasts are also up on our website, ncbi.ie. Many thanks, Eugene. Thank you, Eugene. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.